Well, we're continuing to study God's Word. We're talking about the choice to become. And we're using the passage in John 1 where Jesus said that as many as choose to trust Him would become children of God. And it's important for us to see that the world tells us every other thing that's necessary, but it doesn't tell us that the Creator God is the one who loves us and that we can put our faith and we can put our trust in Him and that we can have everlasting life because of that. Dr. R.A. Torrey used to say, men hope, but that a denial of God's existence. They hope that God does not exist so that they can shield themselves from the discomfort of His presence. But you see, if Jesus made the world, it's really going somewhere. And a lot of people try to say God doesn't exist or try to say they don't believe in Him because they don't want to change their lifestyle. They want to continue the way they're going. And the Bible also says here that he's not only in the world, but that Jesus Christ came to the world to provide salvation for us. The Word literally became flesh. He became one of us. And that he is the one who has come to be our Lord. But the Bible tells us, too, that men rejected him. Sin blinds people. Is the, is the, Israeli, the Israel leaders and the people who saw Jesus when he came that first time would not receive him. And there's horror and sorrow and heartache in the words that he came into his own, and his own received him not. But not only did he come to his own and his own things and his own people, but he also came to people who should have known better. They had the prophets. They had the law. They had the writings. They had the Moses and Joshua and others who had told them. They had heard all the prophecies that he was coming, and yet they refused. So what have you done as you have responded to what God has said to you? And he opens his heart to everyone, and he offers to be special to everyone. What does it really mean to receive him, to recognize that he is creator, Lord and master and king, and Lord of Lords. And you say, well, I believe that. I believe he is creator. I believe he's Lord. I believe he's master. But have you come to the place where you've bowed your life, your heart before him, and taken him in as the Lord of your life and allowed him to forgive your sins and ask him to guide you from this day forth that you might be all that God wants you to be? There's a very important word that talks about this, and and it does it's, it's a word that says God gives you the right when you put your trust in Christ to become a child of God. And that word's very important. The word right here is sometimes translated power, but it does not mean strength. It means authority. It's used 102 times in the New Testament. And what Jesus is saying, as many as re- the Scripture says, as many as received him to them, he gave the right, the authority to, con- to be called children of God. You see, when you trust Christ, God gives you the authority to say, I'm a believer. I know Christ. I've trusted him. They have a right to. Not because not because of us. It's not our rights. It's his right that he has given us. A lot of people like to say, well, I could never say for sure that I'm going to heaven. I can never say for sure that I'm a believer. I can never say for sure that I'm a child of God. But Jesus said, you can. He will give you the authority. It's not, it's not being proud on your part. It's not presuming on your part. 
He will give you the right. He will give you the privilege. He will give you the authority. He will give you the fact that you have trusted him as your personal Savior. You see, that's the assurance that everybody needs. Everybody needs to have real confidence, real assurance, real certainty that they are a child of God. And we live in an age that's characterized by unbelievable emptiness. This is why drugs and alcohol and all things related to it are so prevalent today. People are trying to feel this terrible, gigantic vacuum in their lives. They have more than they've ever had. They are part of a world that's technolog technologically advanced, but yet they don't have joy and peace and purpose in this vacuum. Right now, with drugs in this country, especially prescription drugs that people are taking, there's an epidemic of deaths that is just swaying through this country like a plague. And it's because people are so empty and people are so far gone without God that they don't see that there's only one place that you can have this emptiness met, and that's in Jesus Christ. But also you and I can choose not only to become a child of God by trusting Christ, but we can choose to become all that God wants us to be as a child of God. One day Jesus stopped by the Sea of Galilee and encountered two men with whom he had already had a relationship. And he said to these two men, James and John, come after me, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Immediately, I'm not, not James and John, but Andrew and Simon, I'm sorry. Andrew and Simon left their nets and followed him. And one of the first things that Jesus did was to say to Simon, you're not going to be called Simon anymore. You're going to be called Peter, which means a rock because of what you can become. You see, when Jesus comes into our lives and we receive him, he doesn't say, okay, now that's great. He says, now let's get started. This is the beginning. I've got plans for you. Here's what you're going to become. And he gives us new names like he gave Abraham the name Abra Abram the name Abraham and he gave Jacob the name Israel and he gave it was Peter or Simon he was called the name Peter which means the rock I'm going to make you a rock Peter was anything but a rock he was the last thing from a rock he was more like the sand he shifted he was one of these guys that was up and down he was one of these guys that was quick to respond without thinking but Jesus said I know that's what you are but I'm going to make you a rock I heard about a student who was excited because he had been to a handwriting expert, and the handwriting expert said that because of the way you write, you're really not an, you really are an, an extrovert, an outgoing person. I've always been very timid. I didn't know that. And he said, it's changed my life. That can change somebody's life. I don't know. I think there's a lot of foolishness to that. But I can tell you this, once you put your faith and trust in Christ, he can change your life. He can enable you to become the person that he wants you to be. He can make you a rock, just like he made Peter a rock. And he says, give your life to me, and I will enable, enable you to become what you never could have become. One day, Michelangelo got out an old piece of marble, and somebody said, what do you see in that? He said, I see an angel waiting to be released. And out of that marble, he made a magnificent statue of an angel. You see, God looks at you, and God looks at me, and he sees, says, I see what you can become. I see what you are. He sees our sins, and he sees the failures of our lives, but he also sees what we can be. See, don't be satisfied with who you are or where you are. Let God know that you're available <clears throat> to be all that he wants you to be, that he has plans for you, and that he can make your life into something really, really special. So today, I'm challenging you 
to open up your heart and say, Jesus, I want to become all that you want me to become. I've trusted you as my Lord and Savior, and I'm asking you to take full control of my life, and I want you to make me into all that you want me to be. If you do that, you'll begin to find that life is really worth living. God bless you. Have a great day.